Is Bobby Petrino really a candidate for the Aggies' offensive coordinator job? And could we see Zach Calzada transfer back to Aggieland after a year at Auburn on this episode of the Locked On Aggies podcast? You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your Thanks so much for making Locked On Aggies your first listen. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at Locked On Aggies. So go check us out there and subscribe to the channel there. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may apply. And maybe, just maybe, Jimbo Fisher should be using LinkedIn jobs to help them find some qualified candidates for this Texas A&M offensive coordinator role because on Friday after Billy Leachy, our friend at Texags, has sort of repeatedly tossed out the idea On Friday, some other media organizations picked it up and ran with the idea that Bobby Petrino has emerged as one of the legitimate candidates to serve as the Aggies' next offensive coordinator and play caller. And, wow. (laughs) That's really the first word that came to my mind whenever I heard this story come out because there's a lot of history with Bobby Petrino. And while, yes, some of it is okay on the field, the off the field stuff is just, it's out there. So a little bit of history. Bobby Petrino has been a college football coach for a long time. He started as the head coach at Louisville in 2003 after serving in some offensive coordinator roles and things like that. Returned to Louisville as the head coach from 2003 to 2006. In 2006, after going 12-1 and and winning the SEC, going to the Orange Bowl and finishing in the top five or six, Bobby Petrino gets a job offer to go be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And he coaches a grand total of 13 games with the Atlanta Falcons before he decides he's done in Atlanta, leaves. The way the story goes is that he left without really meeting with anybody. He just left and announced that he was taking the job at Arkansas to be the head coach at Arkansas for the 2008 season. So he takes the job at Arkansas, goes to Arkansas, is there for about four years, has some success, relatively, has a winning record three out of the four years, finishes 11-2 and in his last year, wins a Cotton Bowl. And then 
in the spring of 2012, he gets in a motorcycle accident. And on that motorcycle with him is a staffer who works for him, a female staffer. Um, first, he claims he was on the motorcycle alone. Then he comes clean that not only did he lie about there being somebody on the motorcycle with him, but that he was lying and that he was having an affair with said staffer. So he loses his job at Arkansas, sits out for a year, goes to Western Kentucky, has some success there for one year, then gets the opportunity to go back to Louisville. Has some okay years at Louisville, goes two and eight in 2018, loses his job there, sits out the 2019 season, and then goes to Missouri State, part of the Missouri Valley Football Conference in the football championship subdivision. Goes five and five in his first year, although he goes five and one, and so he wins the conference, so he makes the uh, the divisional playoffs there in the football championship subdivision. Goes eight and four in his next year, makes the playoffs again. Goes five and six this past year with a very middling offense for the FCS level. And now it looks like he's positioned in himself in a way to potentially fail up into what should be one of the most attractive offensive coordinator roles in the country in what should be a stepping stone job to a massive head coaching opportunity. But here he is as one of the candidates. And really and truly, like, this is just the exact opposite of what you would hope and what you would want to see as an AM fan or analyst Jimbo do on the offensive side of the ball. Can Bobby Petrino coach offense? <laughs> yes. It's hard to say that he can't coach offense with the track record that he has had for a long time. The problem is, is that Jimbo Fisher has a pretty darn good track record of coaching offense himself and has failed as the offensive play caller and coordinator here in College Station. I do find it interesting that Bobby Petrino has emerged as one of the final three or four candidates for the job. Those not among that list of the final three or four are Phil Longo, obviously, who took the job at Wisconsin. Dan Mullen, who basically told schools, I'm not really interested in coaching in 2023. I'm going to stay in TV. And apparently Garrett Riley, who essentially is trying to wait and see about the UNT, University of North Texas head coaching job, which seems intriguing to him while he is preparing for the college football playoff and really is just not really that set to be ready to make up his mind about what he's going to do until after the college football playoff, which doesn't really align with A&M's desired timeline for this hire. Although we are now two and a half, three full weeks past the end of the season for the Aggies. So whatever accelerated timeline that they had going into this search, I'm not sure it matters all that much at this point. But it's interesting to me that Petrino is the only name the only candidate name that we have heard floated yet that 
that's the only name that's out. It seems interesting that that guy, the guy who doesn't coach at the same level right now, the guy who probably isn't the big hot name for the job is the one that has surfaced, is the one that Billy at Texags has sort of felt comfortable with releasing that name. It's just interesting. It's intriguing to me to think about the why behind these things as they go down. And I think there's a chance that he's not their primary candidate, but they're trying to keep the names of those primary candidates a little bit under wraps so that if they go that direction, they have the ability to, or if they go with their primary direction, they don't have as much competition, hopefully, for that guy. They don't create competition artificially for that guy before they decide they want to hire him. And now all of a sudden they wind up in a, a, a battle with another school. Now, you could talk about what schools could offer the same opportunity as A&M in terms of conference, in terms of talent on the offensive side of the ball, in terms of um, notoriety and exposure. Not very many places are going to be able to do for an offensive coordinator what A&M can, and really not very many places who are actively looking for offensive coordinators will be able to do that for sure. So you like to think it's a pretty good opportunity. A lot of it depends on the, the conversations going on behind the scenes about the responsibilities of that guy. I'm sure there are lots of candidates. They seem like they have it narrowed down to three. And just like this A&M offensive coordinator hire, every single hire right now can feel like a high stakes wager for your business as we go into 2023. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's so easy to create a job posting on LinkedIn. You just go to linkedin.com slash locked on college and create your free job posts there at LinkedIn Jobs. Then add your job post and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free today. Terms and conditions will certainly apply. In addition to the offensive coordinator search. And one of the reasons why I know fans at least feel a sense of urgency, a strong sense of urgency for the offensive coordinator hire is, is transfer portal season. And one name that I wanted to float the idea of the potential for bringing back Zach Calzada to Texas A&M. And the reason why is because, you know, 
With Haynes King transferring out, AM does not currently have, and also Eli Stowers also transferred out. So AM does not currently have a third quarterback in their program. They don't have a 2023 high school quarterback. And most of these guys who enter the transfer portal are going to be entering the transfer portal looking for the opportunity to play. And A&M sitting there with an established now true freshman starting quarterback that anybody who's going to transfer to A&M is going to know, not only am I not going to start, but I'm going to be in a competition with Max Johnson who has started 20-some games in the in the SEC, plus been in the A&M offensive room with the coaching staff, with Jimbo Fisher for a whole year. I'm going to be behind the eight ball a little bit. But maybe Zach Calzada won't feel that way. Maybe Calzada would feel like, you know, I was at A&M. I got the opportunity to play in 2021. I played okay. I played the game of my life against the best team in the country at the time, and we beat Alabama. And I knew that I probably wasn't going to be the starter the next season, so I transferred to another place where I thought I could I could start. But the grass is not always greener. There was turmoil in Auburn, for sure. Coaching changes, mid-season, did Zach get a fair shot at the opportunity to play? That's a conversation that could be had. Was hurt at the end of 2021, didn't really ever bounce back from that in 2022, never got the opportunity to play. Maybe, just maybe, Zach Calzada would consider, you know what, let's go back to A&M, Let's go back to an environment that I'm familiar with. No, I may not have the opportunity to be a starting quarterback. But I know I can go there. I'm familiar with the head coach. I'm familiar with the support staff. I'm familiar with the facilities and the campus and how to get around College Station and all those things. And maybe for a guy like Zach, as he gets closer to the end of his college career, Maybe that has some value over going and and transferring to Coastal Carolina or something like that to have the opportunity to start at a low level like that. Maybe. I don't know. But it's at least worth thinking about, would would you welcome Zach, would you want Zach Calzada to come back to fight Max Johnson for the backup quarterback job, to to be – the scout team quarterback, all those things, be another veteran presence in the room to help Connor Wigman. I think it might not be a bad idea if I was Jimbo. I'd probably pick up the phone to old Zach and say, buddy, why don't you you come back, be a part of this 2023 run that we think we can make. We got a little bit of recruiting news over the weekend as well. We got more coming on that subject. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about Simply Safe. At Locked On Aggies, we believe home should be where you and your family feel the safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself 
and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system. That's Simply Safe. As of right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Aggies listeners 40% off a new security system. But don't put this off. Here's why we love it. We love the advanced technology, whether it's controlling your system from the smartphone app, phone app, viewing your crystal clear HD security camera feeds, the wide range of high tech features, or something else. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report. That's the third year in a row. In an emergency, 24 7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you get higher priority police response. Simply Safe is a whole home security system with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, no more getting alerts from the, the trees blowing in the wind, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under $1 a day, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system. Arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras or adjust system settings anytime, anywhere. Don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There is no safe like Simply Safe. We got a few little recruiting updates for this Monday afternoon. This coming weekend is going to be a huge weekend as we enter the home stretch towards National Signing Day for the early signing period. December 16th through the 18th is that weekend. There's going to be a ton of guys in College Station, both portal guys and high school guys. And we know that the staff and the recruits are working very hard to get these guys, to get some of these non-committed, high-profile guys, primarily Peyton Bowen and Anthony Hill. They're trying like crazy to get those guys to College Station. This weekend, most of the class is going to be there, if not all of the class that's already committed. And we know those guys, Bobby Taylor, recruiting extraordinaire from the 2022 class, is going to be there, of course, as well. And he's working to try to get these guys in the fold. We know Tony Mitchell, the five-star defensive back who is currently committed to Alabama, will be in College Station that weekend. One name that we don't know, or two names that we don't know for sure, are, like I said, Anthony Hill and Peyton Bowen. Anthony Hill, there's a chance he winds up in Austin this weekend at the University of Texas. We know that Texas has made a big push for Anthony since he decommitted from A&M earlier this fall. And we know that A&M's fighting a little bit of an uphill battle there. We also know that this week, the week before that final weekend, both Jimbo Fisher and Steve Sarkeesian will be paying Anthony Hill a visit inside of his home. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this goes. 
this is going to be one of those that comes down to the wire, that comes down to signing day. If he winds up in College Station, it's a very good sign, although it doesn't mean that he's going to ultimately sign with the Aggies if he winds up there this weekend. If he winds up in Austin, it probably is not a great sign for AM, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the recruitment is over either. Peyton Bowen, sort of a similar situation, but instead of Texas, we're talking about Oklahoma on the other side of this recruiting battle. And it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. And it's going to, this Tony Mitchell thing is something, we've talked about this on this show for a while, that he's a guy to watch in terms of, could he be a very, very late flip to A&M off of Alabama? Remember, he's an Alabama kid who is committed to Alabama. It's, if he's going to do that, it's going to be late. He's going to make a flip late because imagine living in Alabama, being committed to Alabama, and now all of a sudden you're going to flip your commitment and you're going to have to live around or with those folks who a large majority of which are going to be Crimson Tide fans, and you have to explain your decision to them over and over and over until you move to College Station. It was always going to be one of these late situations where if he flips, it's going to be at or near signing day. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. We also know that the Aggies are making a late run at a couple of high school quarterbacks, Marcel Reed, the Ole Miss commit, and they still have not given up. And this is one of the traits that makes Jimbo Fisher such a fantastic recruiter. It's what made this staff, it's what got this staff in position to make a pitch to Reuben Owens when everything went down with the Louisville staff this offseason. They do not give up until the battle, until the fight is over. They're still working, talking to, communicating with Austin Novosad, the Dripping Springs quarterback who's an AM legacy and who was heavily courted by AM and a few other schools over the summer, especially and into the early fall before he reaffirmed his commitment to Baylor from earlier in the process. But it's just going to be interesting to watch this quarterback position. We talked about how important it is as far as going to find a transfer option potentially in case nothing happens at the college level for this class. It'll be interesting to see kind of how everything falls together once we get to the signing period. We did get some really cool news. We did find out Ruben Owens, who the five-star running back, who committed to A&M recently last week. A flip from Louisville is an early signee. He's going to sign next. He's going to sign ten days from now when signing period opens up, and he's going to enroll early. And he's going to be living with Connor Wigman and Bryce Anderson once he gets to AM. So that's a pretty cool little situation to think about those three guys living together and the, the potential leadership group that, that that trio is going to be for AM and the fact that they're roommates now. It's kind of a cool story. But anyway, that's going to be our show for today, guys. So much going on, even though the season is over for AM. It's going to be interesting to watch how these bowl games play out and how the college football playoff plays out and how that might may or may not impact what winds up happening with the A&M offensive coordinator search. Be on the lookout at that UNT head coaching job, by the way. 
seems like they're narrowing down their candidates and you wonder if maybe they're a little more eager to get a higher, get a guy hired. Maybe they don't want to wait until after the college football playoff. All right, guys, thanks so much. You can follow me on Twitter at locked on or at Joey Ikes. You can follow the show on Twitter. That's at locked on Aggies. You can follow us on YouTube locked on Aggies there as well. So smash that subscribe button, like the video, leave a comment on the video as well. Make sure you stay tuned right here to Locked on Aggies every day. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest news for Texas A&M. And once you've caught up on all your news with Texas A&M and you made Locked on Aggies your first listen, go make your second listen, Locked on Sports Today. It is everything going on in sports all in one place in under 30 minutes. The biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining Locked On Aggies today, your team every day. So we will see you tomorrow.